Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Dirty Devotionals. Y'all, I'm so excited to be back here with you. I want to give a shout out to my Dirty fam. I want to give a shout out to all my listeners. I had uh, one of my, uh, uh, someone from the Dirty fam reach out uh, from Houston, Texas, um, just to share kind of what the podcast meant to them. Uh, I can't, I can't express how much it means to me just to know that uh, these messages, these little devotionals are helping you. They help me. Um, and so it just means a lot knowing that um, that this is helpful for each of you. And so thank you so much for that. Thank you for connecting with me. I love I love being able to um, <clears throat> hear from you guys. Uh, I, I say this all the time. I don't want to be just a voice you listen to. I want to be a person you know and can connect with. Um, that's why we have the Facebook group that you can see in the uh, the notes of the show that you can get connected with. Uh, also, you can follow me on Instagram. That's also in the notes um, at Z underscore chill. But Listen, I would love, love, love to connect with you. But more than anything, just thank you so much for those that have reached out, who have left reviews. Um, it, it helps me continue to do these. And so I love you so, so much. Um, but hey, I want to dive into um, this, this uh, conversation we've been having in 1 Samuel. We're going to be in 1 Samuel chapter 17. Um, and this is like the, if you've went to church ever, um, and in fact, you didn't even have to go to church to hear this. This is the David versus Goliath story. Um, so if you could roll your eyes, you're like, I've heard this a thousand times. You may even turn me off and I don't, you probably, I wouldn't even blame you because you probably have heard this preach 46 million different kinds of ways. Um, and I get that. And so what I wanted to do is I wanted to bring just something in this, in this chapter that directly, um, spoke to me and believing that if it spoke to me, maybe it's going to speak to you. That's what I wanted. And so if you don't know the story, um, the Israelites are, Basically, in this war with the Philistines, uh, there is this tradition where you can put forth one warrior instead of everyone fighting. Um, and so the Philistines put up Goliath, who's this giant mountain man of a dude. If you've ever seen the mountain from Game of Thrones, I imagine him, but bigger. And um, basically, Israel would put together, put up a fighter, and whoever wins between those two basically wins the war. So there's a lot riding on this one fight. And for, I think it's like for 40 days, this Philistine comes out, Goliath comes out and says, you know, send your best fighter. And the Israelites cower. They're afraid. Um, Goliath is saying all this, this horrible stuff about their God and how weak he is and how he doesn't exist and how the Philistine God is great. So basically just like, basically destroying the Israelites day in and day out. And um, in this time, David's brothers are fighting um, in this war. And so they're on the sidelines. No one's stepping up. And David shows up, and basically David says this. He says, uh, it's verse 26, David asked the men standing near him, what will be done for the man who kills the Philistine and removes his disgrace from Israel? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? So powerful statement here, right? Like David is right on, like he is getting the A plus on Sunday school. He is saying all the right things. And uh, they repeated to him what they had been saying and told him, this is what we've done for the man who kills him. Basically, the war will be over. The, like every, like It's all going to be good. It's going to be good things. You know, He'll be rewarded greatly. 
Um, but for Israel, it just is a huge victory. But when Eliab, David's oldest brother, the one who was passed up for kingship, remember this, heard him speaking with the men, he burned with anger at David and asked, why have you come down here? And with whom did you leave those few sheep in the wilderness? I know how conceited you are and how wicked your heart is. You came down only to watch the battle. So this is this this hit home for me because this is like David's family. And this is the eldest brother, the one who's supposed to be the most mature, who is caring for the family. And um, he comes at David. I mean, comes at him on like this incredibly offensive and horrible level, questioning all these things about him. And there's something I found to be true. Listen, I've, I've experienced this in life. I experienced this in church. I've experienced this with family. Um, that there are times where you're going to do the right thing and you want the right thing. And people are going to torture you. They're going to punish you. They're going to come at you um, simply because your response makes them feel small because they haven't done anything about it. And so I've, I've seen this. And so I see this in the story. And so I want to talk to you a little bit about what happens um, when you make the decision to fight the, for the things that are worth fighting for, um, when you find yourself under leadership that is that is um, leading too too controlling, or is, or if you're in a narcissistic relationship, or you find yourself at a job where they are just punishing you and not treating anyone fairly, um, and no one is saying anything about it, and you're kind of like everyone is sitting on the sidelines, everyone knows there's a problem, but no one's saying. I'm going to tell you what happens. When you choose to stand up and to fight for those things, okay? The first thing we see is going to happen is that they're going to question your value. They're going to say, why are you here? Why are you even in this room? Who are you? They're going to belittle you and make you feel super small simply because they know that what they're saying, what you're saying to them is true and it hurts. And so they're doing everything they can to put it back on you. We see this with David immediately. David's brother goes at him and says, what are you even doing here? You don't deserve to be here. And so he questions his value. The second thing that happens is he questions his intention. He says, you're only here um, to to come down and watch the battle. You're not here to help. You're not here to be supportive. Um, You're here just to cause problems. And that's what will happen when you choose to stand up and you choose to fight for something good. um, And maybe the person you're talking to isn't ready to receive it. They will, they will twist your intentions and make it, make it something that's not true. Only, listen, only you can check your heart and know your intentions. Someone else, I had, um, I had a meeting with someone last week, and they were talking to me about how they are bringing some of this stuff up at the, the place they work. And they said, you know, hey, I see, they basically said, hey, I noticed these things are unhealthy. And the person they were talking to turned it back and said, they're not unhealthy, you're unhealthy. And they turned it back on them and gaslit them and said, hey, the issue isn't what you're seeing. The issue is you. And that's what happens here is with David's brothers. David says, hey, um, you're worried about this, but you didn't even come in here for this. You came in here because you are conceited. You just wanted to watch the battle. You're not here to help anything. And I want to encourage you today that if that happens to you, usually it means that you're on the right track, that you're standing up for something that's really valid. It just really hurts. Not only will they question your value, not only will they question your intentions, the last thing they'll do is they'll question your integrity. Um, here we see David's brother uh, go after him and say, hey, that you're conceited and you're wicked, um, that you are just trying to destroy things, you're trying to hurt things. And what we can look at this story and say very confidently that David had nothing but good intentions. He had a good heart. He was there to help. And yet David's brother is basically ripping him a new one and saying, you were just wicked and messed up. 
what can happen when you choose to address someone who is um, abusive with their power, someone who is um, domineering or dominating as far as like them, their leadership over you, um, they will question your integrity. Um, they will come after you and they will say that you are trying to build your own thing. They'll say that you are just there to cause problem, to raise hell, and you're not there to benefit. There's no positive thing that's happening, even though you know that that's not true. So they'll question your value, they'll question your intention, and the last thing that they're going to do is they're going to question your integrity. Now, I say all that to say this because you, many of you may be listening to this and be like, well, this I'm never going to speak up anyone again. Here's what I want you to know is that there are things worth fighting for in life. That we live in a world today where um, sometimes there are people in power and it gets overlooked and you, someone has to stand up. There's always someone that has to go first that's willing to bring up this conversation. I want to encourage you to be the one because if you don't, they may never change. That they may spend their whole life hurting people, um, negatively impacting families simply because no one's willing to speak up. And I want to encourage you that just because they come at you and they make you feel unvaluable, they make you feel like you don't, you're, you have bad intentions or they make you feel like you're a bad person, that doesn't make it true. That it's not, I've been there before. Keep people around you that know you and know your heart and let them speak into your life. Do not give the power to someone that you know to be abusive to be the one to speak into your life. It would have been easy for David to let David's oldest brother to say these things must be true. But David knows that. He knows better. He knows what God has said about him. He knows what his family has said about him. And you need to know the same. And so if you have these things happening to you right now, don't take it as, oh, I must be doing the wrong thing. Take it as I'm doing the right thing that is well guarded. And because it's so guarded that they're going to attack me back. But keep pushing, keep fighting. And I promise you, you'll eventually get the breakthrough you need. And that person will become better for it. Let me pray for you. God, this is an obscure, obscure devotional, Lord. Um, it hits home for me, and I, I really have to believe that it's going to hit home for some, some of the people listening to this. Um, Lord, it's easy in the name of Jesus to let's keep the peace, um, but we're not called to be peacekeepers. We're called to be peacemakers. And um, Lord, when we fight for things that are just and we fight for things that are good, um, sometimes, Lord, the response can be difficult. Um, sometimes we get questioned, we get attacked, we get broken down. Lord, I ask you just help us stand our ground on that. Help us to know what you think about us and what you said about us. Help us to continue to check our own hearts in that and to have people around us to help us continue to stand our ground when it's difficult. Um, Lord, whatever, whoever's listening to this, Lord, um, and if they're in this situation, I just pray that you be with them because it's tough. It's really tough, but they can get through it. Lord, we love you and we ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.